Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Romaldi here with Street Talk Theology. We take theology and we bring it to the streets. This is our fifth season, and I am so honored to have Ashuk with me. I'm not even going to think about mentioning his last name. He'll tell you that when we get to it, because <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Um, so we have a, um, a new type of, I don't know if it's going to be segments or... Um, something that me and Pastor Michael and Ashuk were talking about. We're just going to talk about some books of the, some books of the Bible, and and I'll get back to that in a second. But before I do, I want to let you know that Pastor Michael's not with us today. He's yeah. working on a Christian. He's working on a library, I think, for the church. And I'll have Ashuk talk in a minute. And he's also working. I think he's moving and things like that. So he'll be with us probably within the next couple of weeks. But I am honored to have uh, my buddy Ashuk with me. I'm, I'm gonna so glad pep- to be here. <laughs> I'm gonna pep. We're gonna. I'm gonna pick his brain on the Epistle to the Galatians. That'll be our first. And and this is not a verse by verse study. This is just talking about you know what Galatians is about. What Paul is trying to get across to some of the Judaizers that were there, some of, and maybe we'll deal with how he deals with Peter. But before we do that, I want to give it to Ashuk to say hello to everybody and let you know how he's doing. We know Ashuk will be getting married soon. Maybe he'll give us a little update on his uh, upcoming (laughs) wedding, his fiancés in seminary. So I'd love to be a fly on the wall after they're married and hear some of their conversations at the dinner table. But that would be, yeah. maybe we can have, maybe one day we can have his wife on down the road. Uh, Ashu. Yeah, yeah, I te- yeah, I tell her this because she's doing seminary and once she graduates, at least one of us won't be a fraud theologian. So that's <laughs> what I, I tell her. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Pastor, so glad to be here. So glad to be back. I love doing street talk theology. I love... Uh, how you put me on the spot every single time and <laughs> <laughs> keeps me keeps me sharp. Yeah. And I know I'm saying this, not Ashuk, but he is a good, solid theologian. He works hard. Um, and then, you know, I, you know, and I think Ashuk, before we get into to our, our study, um, I, I do want to say this. I was I was preaching at the at the prison last night. And I was trying, and you know, and it's hard because, you know, me doing time in prison and and, and understanding some of the materials they find there, I was trying to explain to the guys, and maybe you can uh, bounce back on this with me. I was trying to explain to the guys, the scripture, when you're exegeting scripture, when you're looking at scripture in its original context, the scripture only means one thing. It doesn't mean something for me or something for Ashuk. I mean, so either I'll, if, if me and Ashuk are having a debate on what that scripture means, either he's right or I'm right. Now, uh, uh, both of us are on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah. Or, or, or that both of us are on. Yeah. That, and that's a, that's a great point. He, he, he's, he's saying a great point. Now, when it comes to things, Ashuk, now help me on this. 
when it comes to things like salvation and and the deity of Christ, you know, we we all understand that. But there are some doctrinal mm-hmm. things, right, Ashuk, that are, are not easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we do this uh, separation or division of secondary theology, tertiary theology and all that. And apart from essentials also, one of the reasons we do the division is uh, let's be honest, some things are just not that clear as the uh, essentials are. And uh, it would be much more effort to study those things. Yeah. So that means you'd be able to explain to us perfectly what predestination means, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and some of these things and, and, you know, before we get into the study, these are good things to talk about. So let's let's talk about this, Ashuk. So it, when we when we study the Bible, because this is what this is mm-hmm. what this is about. And I do recommend a book. Um, I don't know if you have it on your shelf. I think it's by Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart, reading the Bible yeah. for all it's worth. What do you say about yeah, that? Yeah. Do you like that book? I have skimmed through the book. I haven't done an in-depth study of it, but then I find it really interesting. So uh, I found it really interesting. So I have looked through it and it was really uh, beneficial for me. Uh, then there is uh, Anthony Kostenberger's uh, textbook on hermeneutics, which is also uh, you know an eight hundred page giant book. Which is, <laughs> of course, I, I I I didn't finish reading it, of course, but uh, I've read parts uh, where, wherever I needed help. But uh, yeah, but the Gordon Fee book is excellent. You know, so, uh, I, I, have, I have never I haven't seen a single deno- a person like I, I haven't seen people from any denomination really complain about that book, which is saying something. Yeah, it's a great point. And, you know, um, Ashuk, maybe someday, we don't know, the Lord uh, leads and guides him into the pastorate. He won't have time to read 800-page books if he's, if he's preparing <laughs> sermons. But so I, I, I was at the prison last night, and I was preaching, and I was trying to explain to the guys, because some of the materials they have in prison are not good stuff. It's that name it, claim it mm-hmm. stuff and that prosperity yeah. preaching and all that craziness. But I was trying to explain to the guys that when exegeting scripture is looking at scripture in its original context, right? And then hermeneutically or bringing it into today. And I told them, and Ashuk helped me on this. I told them that if you, if you're not exegeting right, no matter how good the sermon or how good you sound, if you're not if you're not exegeting, if you don't get it in its original context and bring it into today rightly, there's no power in that, even though it may sound, yeah. am I right, Ashuk? Mm-hmm. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. It's it's the words of Scripture, uh, the truth of the Scripture, uh, where the Holy Spirit takes it and imprints in our heart, works in our heart, and prepares our heart to receive it. That That's when the uh, miracle happens. That's when the change in the heart happens. And uh, it it... Not that oratory skills are bad, not that uh, being able to think, present things well uh, is bad in and of itself, but these are things God uses. And these are things that we should train in, but at the heart of it, it's it's exegesis. It's uh, bringing the word of God, uh, teaching the word of God, uh, applying the word of God, dividing the word of God rightly, as uh, Paul would tell Timothy. And I think that's that dividing it, you know, like Paul says, rightly dividing the word. Mm-hmm. I think when you do that, that's 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 how God works in bringing salvation. Mm-hmm. Now, God can do God. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can 
I've heard people just turn on the television and hear something and, and God sovereignly saved them. But I think mm-hmm. when, you, when you're in the pastorate or even if you preach before us, you, you want to make sure mm-hmm. you're rightly dividing the word of truth, right? Yeah, yeah, most definitely, yes. yes so yes. I'm going to read, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to the Gospel of John for a second. I'm just going to read five verses and then I'm going to read a couple of verses from Galatians and then I'm going to talk to ask Ashuk a couple of, a couple of questions. So, we should all know this. These, this is a one of these. I'm going to do one of my Christmas sermons on on first on the Gospel of John. I think the first five verses. No, I think I'm going to go nice. to the first eighteen verses on oh, one of my okay. Chris, one of my Christmas sermons. But it says here, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Talking about the Logos, the Word, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All things came into being through Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overtake it. Now I had spoken to Ashuk a little bit uh, before the show started. And it seems like in the context here, at least for the first couple of three chapters, this darkness may represent the darkness of Judaism. You know, Nicodemus Uh came to Jesus by night. And here, if you, read the rest of this passage, at least for the first first 18 verses, you'll see that the Jews or the people that should have known Christ did not know him. They they didn't know mm-hmm. because they were so, um, I think, engrossed in the law. So mm-hmm. if, we, if, if me and Ashuk are going to talk about Galatians, the epistle to the Galatians, one of the things I think, and I'll just read a few more verses out of Galatians, and I want to turn it over to Ashuk. One of the problems in the epistle to the Galatians was that the Judaizers were infiltrating the church. Am I right, Ashuk, in some, yeah, yeah. In some fashion, right? So yes. if, if in the Gospel of John that darkness represents the darkness of Judaism, as Nicodemus also comes in the darkness of Judaism— when he has the colloquy or the conversation with our Lord Jesus Christ, then I want to ask, I want to read these couple of verses from Galatians, the Epistle of Galatians, and I want to ask Ashuk to teach us on these verses and to see how he can, or what may be going on here. So here's what Paul says, um, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, starting in the first chapter of Galatians, verse 6, He says, I marvel that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another, only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should proclaim to you a gospel contrary to the gospel we have claimed to you, let him be accursed, let him be anathema. As we have said before, so I again now, if any man is proclaiming to you a gospel contrary to what is received, let him be accursed. Okay, so Ashuk, what is so it seems like is is Judaism kind of trying to is Judaism trying to infiltrate the Galatian Christians at that time? Uh is there some false teachers trying to infiltrate there? Or can you help us on that? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Uh so we see this uh, all the way from even during the ministry of Jesus Christ that there are there is a strong uh, Judaic influence, of course, there in Israel. What I mean is that that, that influence of the law to uh, 
to, to the point that they think salvation is through law, through law keeping, being righteous through the works of law and everything. Um, and we see this sentiment run uh, throughout the ministry of the apostles as well. Um, and even the book of Hebrews, actually, uh, the author of the Hebrews has to go into a great extent to explain that, hey, uh, these things were just types and shadows. Uh, they are not the real deal. So don't don't get stuck with the law. And in Galatia, we have a very uh, similar situation. Actually, in verse 6, he says, I am astonished that you're quickly deserting him who you called him who called you in grace of Christ and are turning into a different gospel. So Christ called you in grace. Christ did not call you in law. Christ did not call you uh, with statutes and commandments to keep. Christ called you in grace, uh, unmerited favor. That was uh, that was what it hinged upon. And and Paul is astonished, absolutely astonished, because it, it was it feels like it was yesterday that these people were saved. It was so quickly the false teacher infiltrated uh, so quickly. Uh, and many people have turned away from grace. And uh, what is interesting is that this this new gospel, which is not really a gospel, as Paul says, uh, seems to be very much, uh, at least it, it is disguising itself to be the actual gospel. It is pretty close, perhaps in the way it is presented, or perhaps in the content. It might have a lot of similar things uh, uh, that it shares with the gospel of Jesus Christ, but the essence of it is not true, which is actually, uh, even if we look today, uh, most legalistic movements would be very conservative in a lot of factors, right? more or less. Uh, it might not be easy to differentiate between what is the law, what is the gospel versus what is legalism uh, at the face value many a times because it can pretend like it is the gospel. Similarly, we have a situation here where uh, the Judaizers, uh, they're pro- most probably not being very straightforward about how they have, uh, you know, different from the actual gospel of Jesus Christ. But it seems like uh, they have uh, come there and they've given them a gospel that is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, he says, doesn't matter who preaches, maybe I preach or an angel from the heaven might come and preach. But if you move away from the gospel that was preached to you, let him be accursed. Now, that's a strong word. It's it's the same uh, Paul who in the same uh, letter in the fifth chapter talks about the fruit of the spirit and talks about gentleness. Yeah. Right? The same Paul who, who sees the understanding of gentleness uh, uh, says, uh, Oh, foolish Galatians, let these people be accursed. These men should go and castrate themselves. These are the things that Paul says in the very same letter. So that's how serious the issue is. That's how he uh, looks at the people who try to bring in the law and try to replace the gospel. So here's a question, Ashuk. Here's a question, if I can. And and this is this is a tough question, but I I, I love Ashuk because I like giving him tough questions. <laughs> um, so Ashuk, can I? And maybe it's not, and maybe he can't answer it, and maybe it's not important to the argument or to the what we're talking about. But do you think that these Judaizers that are infiltrating Paul's people, so to speak, or the ones that came under Paul's teaching, do you think they would be Christians or do you think they are straight Jews? I know that's a tough question. I don't think the text tells us. Yeah. But, but so if- I, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, uh, I, I think that there is a mention about brothers of the circumcision 
or something like that. that it, yeah, makes exactly. One yeah. 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 Which I feel is a slightly different category who are wrong, but they are not. They have been. Uh, uh, they, but they, they seem to be wrong in a different sense. Um, they have not gone full on heretic, or they have not gone full on uh, wrong. Perhaps they have a kind of a nuance from the view uh, of the end. Maybe they. Oh, so, so, for example, uh, we can have different views on baptism, but uh, are the, the second that we say baptism is important for salvation, or you you won't be saved without baptism, you become a legalist, uh, right? Something like that. Uh, so it's possible that uh, there would have been uh, first century Jews who believed that for the Jewish people, it was important for the Jewish Christians because they probably belonged to both the covenants, both the old and new covenants. In a sense, it was important that they get the uh, circumcision, but they might not have taken it so far as to say that it's it's central to the salvation. Perhaps that could have been the difference. But there, there is definitely a party like that. Yeah, but clearly, what who Paul is addressing right now, uh, it doesn't seem to be that party. This, the, these are not brothers of circumcision. These are all foolish Galatians who has bewitched you. Anybody who has preached uh, the gospel, be uh, apart from that, be accursed. So that, this is a different tone altogether. Now, okay. there could have been the other set of people in, in the midst as well, but yeah, seems like this is running against full-on heresy. Yeah, Paul uses some strong language. Oh, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Even when he says, "Oh, foolish Galatians." Okay, so we got about seven minutes in this segment. So here's something. Here's something I want to ask you, because you know, we all know, we all know Peter, and we know Peter can be all over the map sometimes. You know, Peter is quick mm -hmm. to, and I always wonder, and I could be wrong. I wonder how. Uh, obviously, I remember when Peter broke. Well, when the Lord broke him out of prison. He went to the door and then he says, listen, I got to leave. Peter mm -hmm. had to go on the run, so to speak. I wonder if, if he left there and then actually went to uh, Galatia here because mm -hmm. uh, he was there and he was hanging out pretty tough with the Gentiles until mm -hmm. the Jews came. And the Bible says, Paul says he actually opposed Peter to his face. He says, for prior to the coming of certain men from James, so these are probably Christian Jews, right, uh, Ashuk? Could um, be from Jerusalem, yeah. Yeah, and he used to, to eat with James. the Gentiles. So Peter used to eat with the Gentiles. Then when his Jewish Christian friends came, he <laughs> broke away, and the Bible says that Paul rebuked him or opposed him to his face. Um, <laughs> again... Ashuk says, here's the same Paul that speaks about mercy and grace and 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 peace and and the gifts of the spirit, uh, the fruits of the spirit. Um, but here, in in the next five minutes, Ashuk, what do you think went on here? I mean, what do you think? How do you think this this went down, so to speak? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, this just goes on to show us again that, uh, in spite of being an apostle, Peter was a human being. <laughs> uh, and that, that he is prone to mistakes and he can uh, this seems like a kind of compromise he made because of the pressure uh, from the circumcision party or the Christians within the circumcision uh, leaning towards the circumcision uh, position and uh, here is Paul um, putting some sense into Peter's head and uh, 
and i don't think this was something that peter would disagree to either uh, uh, from the rest of the scripture taking into context and the fact that peter actually asked people uh, in exile to listen to uh, to read paul's words like any other scripture uh, even though the writings may be hard so clearly paul is somebody that peter had respect uh, for uh, peter is also previously seen uh, acknowledging uh, paul along with the other disciples as one of the apostles um but yeah it clearly seems like uh, the, uh, the there is a hierarchical setup that was uh, somehow created uh, the social strata or a class uh, that was set up within the within the first century christianity where may the messianic jews or the circumcision party thought they were the they were the higher class or a distinct kind of a christian or the the chosen people the first fruits <laughs> and uh, and when and and we see peter for a second at least gave into his temptation of wanting to please people and uh, seems to have folded for a few seconds and by god's grace god brought paul there uh, at the right time and paul was not having it <laughs> you know so, and and yeah. i i do i do want to you and, and i i love the way ashuk always backs up things by scripture let me read you the scripture that he talked about about later on when peter contemplated probably on this very on this very situation and <laughs> and 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 this is peter saying in second peter therefore beloved since you are looking for these things be diligent to be found by him in peace spotless spotless and blameless spotless and blameless and consider the patience of our lord as salvation just as also our beloved brother paul according to the wisdom given him wrote to you as also in all his letters speaking in them of these things in which are so, uh, some things hard to understand which the untaught and unstable distort as they do the rest of the scriptures to their own destruction. Now, this is the first time in the Bible, really, that it's showing you that the New Testament is scripture. And a lot of the time and a lot of the stuff that Paul was teaching was being, as we said, if you don't have good exegesis, you can't hermeneutically bring it into today. So a lot of people here, and again, we want to be be well, I want to tell whoever may be listening and doubting the New Testament here, right here in by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Peter is calling Paul's letters scripture. And yeah, that's something yeah, that's yeah. real. That's important because a lot of people we know uh, will say, well, the Old Testament, but maybe not. Paul, the had, his, Paul had his opinions. Uh, yeah. You had to only listen to Christ's words, etc., and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's why. So, this is this is one of the passages that I, uh, one of the reasons why I believe that Paul might have written the book of Hebrews as well. Uh, yeah, so and which is a different topic in and of itself. Uh, maybe for a different podcast episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, if, 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 if yeah, if that were that were the case, then the 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 book of Hebrews is already also talking about the same issue. In a sense, it's talking about uh, the temple sacrifices and everything. And many people, many Hebrew people, are uh, are trying to go back to their roots, the Juda uh, the roots of Judaism, which is very similar to the issue at Galatia. And when he wants them, he has to warn them in the same way that he wants Galatians. But because of the number of Jews there, it seems like he could di directly take things such as Melchizedek and the complex uh, topics from the Old Testament and uh, preach out of it. And so P Peter could be 
looking at hebrews and saying that the hard things that he says that those are hard to understand but listen to them which could mean that peter actually took the correction from paul If no he, without a doubt yeah, um ashuk yeah. ashuk i have to would you um join me for one more show is that okay you can do that yeah <laughs> yeah like in you know it's a different time there in india it's probably like I, what time is it there is it midnight yet or it's it's 12:30 in the morning 12:30 see that and over here it's <laughs> in the afternoon and i'm having a nice cup of coffee and uh shuk is probably having some coffee too to keep him up or some of that yeah, strong yeah. <laughs> india tea um okay pastor dominic romaldi here with street talk theology where we take theology and bring it to the streets i got my brother ashuk with me and he promises to come on for one more show speaking about the epistle to the galatians and we'll get into that and maybe some other stuff um uh, on our next segment so with that may the lord bless and keep all of you and let his light shine upon all of you amen Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.